You're listening to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of Legends of Runeterra. This episode is supported by listeners like you. To become a supporter of Legends Cast, visit patreon.com slash legendscast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Legends Cast, a podcast about the cards, the meta, and the community of the Legends of Runeterra. I am your host this evening. My name is Mark. I live outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I also go by The Lift, and I am all alone uh, for this episode. Uh, I'm actually going on vacation a little later this week, and uh, and so we needed to record a little bit earlier. We just couldn't get schedules to line up. It seems like that might happen a couple of times in the month of August, but being as we missed an episode two weeks ago, DBN and I decided that because I do the majority of the recording and the editing and the uploading, it was better for me just to record a brief solo episode to cover a couple of the things that came out in the news, give you a little bit of a head Heads up and an insight into what is coming next and also to go over some of the decks that we picked for the deck name game winners last week one of which we're actually going to save because it was actually near and dear to dbn's heart um, because of some of his other hobbies and uh and so i uh, i'm not going to go over that one but anyway guys i wanted to let you know what i have been doing in legends of runeterra this week and that is that just a couple of minutes ago i finished my last epic quest that took me up and finished uh the entire rest of my event pass so i think i finished that about a week early i believe that the event pass ends on maybe like the 18th of august or so and it seems as though if you did your three wins a day pretty consistently missing only a day here and there um, and then you completed all of your quests you can finish about a week early so I personally am really excited about that because I finished it and I'll be honest I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to be able to there was a lot going on during this particular season and with everything that was going on I had a couple of trips away my anniversary we're going on vacation I'm doing a little solo camping excursion here um, in the next couple of weeks and I was a little nervous about whether or not I was going to be able to complete uh, the entire event pass but I did indeed uh, was was able to finish that entire event pass and something that I'm really excited about I do like the uh, the last variant of the uh, not they're not little legends uh, I always forget what they name them because they they look like little legends from um, uh, uh, Teamfight Tactics, um, the Guardians. Um, but I, I, I like the alternate version of the Guardian uh, that you get with the Event Pass a little bit more than the, sort of like the plain Jane White Fox. Um, but still, definitely, as I look through the pass and uh, and I've looked through kind of like what were the various different things that you, you could have gotten from it, I'm really confident. I You know, there was a lot of really cool card packs. And overall, I think the event was a huge success. It brought me back to the game and I think that was what was important um, I'll be honest uh, kind of in the last several weeks I've been a little bit dragging maybe a little bit bored with Legends of Runeterra I've gotten on each day to play a game or two and to level up my chest but during the last few weeks was the first time right before the event um, that I didn't actually l play enough to get to that level 10 chest uh, that first week that we sort of switched the day that the, the chest could be opened um, I did not play enough uh, I, I completed all my quests I've still not really missed any quests in the game 
Um, but I just didn't play enough. And I had three quests built up at the end of the week. Thursday morning rolled around. And sure enough, my chest was still at level nine. And I got 750 shards instead of a champion wild card. So I'm going into this next expansion, one champion wild card down. What the event did for me personally is it got me back into the game. That in the leak, the Legends Cast Discord League was something that kept me interested in the game whenever uh, kind of my my interest for a card game during this particular season would, would wane. I love card games and I always have. I've played card games since I was in early middle school and have always enjoyed the cards and the mechanics and the strategy. I really love the pacing of card games um, more than I am not very good at like super fast paced games like first person shooters or battle royales. Um, but I really, um, really enjoy sort of the pacing and the strategic thought that goes behind card games. Um, that's sort of the competitive bent that I have. I prefer the competitiveness of a card game over a shooter or something. And the games that I play sort of casually or for fun are um, RPGs or MMOs because I, I like playing those because I don't have to play them, you know, with the competitive nature, the competitive element to the game. Anyway, um, the, the Discord League has brought me back to the game over and over again. Um, I haven't really tested out decks, to be honest with you. I've just sort of um, threw together a couple in, in my deck. My deck that has gone undefeated with the exception of to one individual uh like my round three um was uh to Navillus um and uh and I lost with my my um my mage seekers deck which is a lux ash mage seekers deck but that deck is yet to be defeated except for that one that one instance that it got defeated during the leak but I've won I start with that deck almost every time and I've won a game um with that deck uh almost every single time except for that one that one occasion and so i've really enjoyed that and then the event kept drawing me back to the game because i wanted to get on i wanted to make sure that i got my you know four to six pedals a day i wanted to level up that i think that handed a really perfect time for me because shortly after that i had leveled up all of my experience lines and one of the negative things about this game is once you finish all of your experience lines for the various factions there really isn't anything else for you to do. Whereas in other card games, I could play and every other day I could open up a new pack of cards. Well, at this point, I have more than enough shards and wild cards to make 100% collection free of every card in the game. I'm not increasing any experience bars and every week, I'm really only trying to get my chest to level 10, my vault to level 10 so that I can get a champion wild card so that wild card goes towards the next expansion because I'm not spending them now anyway. Everything else in those are entirely shards with the exception of a few rare cards. And there's probably 15 or 25, maybe 15 to 20 rare cards that I have that I have at least one of, but I don't have three of and so there's not really many places for me to go in the game and many things for me to do i can rank up on the ladder but i know well enough i played enough hearthstone that i know that while i'm in school um, and with two kids and with working full time i it's not that i'm not a good enough player to hit masters i'm confident that i could hit masters just by the general win records that i have in card games I simply don't have the time to pull off the grind. And I did it one time in Hearthstone where I hit Legend on one month, and it was an insane grind. I'm confident that I could have done it again, 
um, but I just simply never had the time. Um, and I think that has to do a little bit with a little bit of the sort of rock, paper, scissors nature of the game and also sort of the high caliber of player that a game like Legends of Runeterra draws to it, which I'm actually going to talk about in a future episode, which is going to be kind of the flash forward to a larger subject that we're going to be talking about. And if you have any specific questions about this, I do encourage you not only to join the Discord, but to post questions about this in the Discord, because this is something that DBN and I have wanted to talk about, and I've been doing a little bit of research on. We intended to talk about it this week, but I want to have the conversation in full with him because it's a little bit bigger picture than just card games it gets into some things that are a little bit deeper now i will say this there was a new expansion announced that we're going to talk about here in just a couple of minutes and a couple of new cards that got spoiled already and sort of considering that uh i'm sort of thinking that it's probably very likely that we're not going to be getting to this subject for at least a couple of weeks. So you're going to have a couple of weeks to be able to get in any questions or comments or thoughts about the subject at hand. And that is that we're going to talk here in a couple of weeks uh, or the next opportunity that we have about ladder anxiety, about what to do with ladder anxiety, how to beat ladder anxiety, and what does ladder anxiety look like in both mine and DBN's play, uh, play style. And I'm going to talk a little bit about kind of what my personal experience with that has been, because I'll be honest with you, it's been a bit challenging at times uh, for me. Uh, I've, uh, I've had ladder anxiety a lot in different games for different reasons. And I hadn't experienced it in quite a while, but recently I started... <laughs> I started experiencing it again whenever I started playing Legends of Runeterra. And so uh, that's something that we're going to talk about in a future episode. And we're going to give some quick ways to be able to combat that. Um, and so we're really excited about that. Now, I did tell you that there was something new that was announced. So perhaps you haven't been connected with, you know, what has been going on in the game. Um, and uh, and so today, uh, well, actually yesterday, um, we, uh, we got uh, some some news that Targon is the next expansion and we got a couple of cards that were spoiled today but for me to dive into all of that I want to first we're going to move our way over to the news but first I want to couple uh, cover a couple of announcements and a little bit um, that is that uh, the first thing is that we have a brand new Patreon supporter. Our brand new Patreon supporter um, goes by uh, the name Fevered Nerdmind. Fevered Nerdmind, thank you so much for your support. Uh, just yesterday, uh, showing up and supporting the show at $10 a month, which is incredible. Thank you so much, Fevered Nerdmind. You're amazing. We deeply appreciate you. Um, and we're so, so, so very thankful for all of our patrons, all of our patrons, all of our patrons. Um, we have uh, Jonathan S. Uh, we have JM, Jake S., Matthew Z., Brady S., Aaron H., um, Brendan G, uh, Fallentar, Maxwell M, Levi H, Andy F, and Fevered, now new to the party, Fevered Nerd Mind, Fevered Nerd Mind. Thank you guys so much for being such a strong supporter of Legends Cast. We really, really, really 
do deeply appreciate everything that you guys are doing. You help us keep going. And it's just such a huge encouragement when people see the opportunity um, to support something that they can get behind. Um, and uh, and I, I just love that, you know, like the, the money isn't like we're not raking in the cash and going berserk with it um, or anything, but it does help us um, eventually be able to upgrade some equipment and to do things like the Legends Cast Discord League, to do things like the hat giveaways and things like that. So really quickly, all of those guys who are inside of our Patreon, you can join those supporters by going to patreon.com slash legendscast or going to patreon.com and searching for Legends Cast there. You can become a supporter of the show. And guys, it doesn't need to be $10 a month. If you find value in what we're doing and you want to give value back, it's as easy as just giving a quarter an episode, $1 a month. We typically put up four months, four episodes a month, give a dollar a month. And if you're willing to give anything um, to the show, uh, you can go and support it there at Patreon. Um, but you get put into a new drawing. Now, previously we had been done doing drawings. We were giving away a Legends Cast hat, which has our logo on it in gold. It's a completely black snapback, kind of like a flex fit. It's a really, really, really nice hat. And we've been giving one away every month um, that we've been pulling from our, our iTunes um the folks who are giving us reviews, five-star reviews um, on iTunes. Um, but now we're going to move that over to our Patreon page for now. So every month we're going to be drawing someone from the patron, um, from, from our patrons and sending them a hat. So listen in if you're a Patreon, because we figure if you're a Patreon supporter, man, you guys are listening to the show still. Otherwise you would see, oh man, I just paid, you know, a dollar this month. And, uh, and I don't even listen to that podcast anymore. And you would quickly come here and cancel your subscription over on Patreon. So we figured you're listening to the show because we have it a couple times where, man, some of the guys who left us a five-star rating and review left it back whenever I was still covering the Elder Scrolls Legends. They're not even listening to the show anymore. I don't even know if I should put them their name in. They It was a completely different logo back then. Um, but we're going to be pulling from the Patreon page now moving forward. The other thing that I wanted to point out is our other announcement is the winner of our deck name game our deck name game now we did have one that we're going to mention on the next episode because we don't want to miss it but we had a runner-up that we chose the one that we had chosen for first place last week and we we forgot it we forgot about it entirely we got the whole way through the episode we even talked about it we even picked one that we completely forgot to say anything about it we're gonna do next week because i need dbn in there on that one because he understands the name and i absolutely do not do not um if that gives you any clues if that gives you any clues if you know anything about DBN, DBN sort of like out outside of this thing hobbies in in the past they might give you some clues but anyway the one that we're going to choose is actually i think it's a recurring winner this time he's just really good at naming decks is shirbakistan shirbakistan came in with a deck called i missed you so much i missed you so much um and this i missed you so much is a shadow isles in pnz um Callista deck that runs both mist wraith Wraith Collar, which also summons Mist Wraiths, of course, um, and then also Mist's Call, which is the card that summons something back to life that had died previously. We thought it was a really sort of fun name, and plus we thought it was a, a pretty cool deck as well. Um, it is almost a purely Shadow Isles Callista list. A lot of Callista lists run other champions in addition to Callista. This one does not do that. We thought it was a lot of fun. I'm going to put the deck code in the show notes, so if you want to check out Shabakistan's I Missed You So Much, um, be sure to grab that deck code out of the show notes or out of the description of the episode. 
um, and you can go ahead and uh, and try out that. I missed you so much, Callista Shadow Isles P and Z deck. So make sure you do that. Okay, guys, there are a couple of things. When I do solo episodes, they're always a lot shorter because it's just me talking and no one to talk with. Um, but this episode, I do want to make sure that I cover some of the news. So let's go ahead and move over to the news. Let's boogie. One of the things that you may have not realized before um, is actually the fact that uh, we uh, they they pushed back um, one of the dates. So last episode we had announced that like they pushed back one of the dates uh, for one of the patches coming out, which we had sort of assumed like maybe like the nineteenth we were going to get the next expansion, but then uh, they got it got pushed back. I think to the twenty sixth. We were thinking like the nineteenth or so, and then I think it got pushed back to the twenty sixth. So the next patch that's going to be coming out is going to be on the twenty sixth, and with it is coming the next expansion for Legends of Runeterra. Something that we are really excited about. And the name of it is Legends of Runeterra Mount Targon. You can check out the video for Mount Targon that was released just yesterday. That's Monday the 10th of August. They released that. You can, I'm sure you can find it on their YouTube, on their Twitter page. Um, but you're also able to find that over in our Discord in the patch notes and spoiler section under the feed. They released a video about it along with some announcements for the next expansion. So when the next expansion comes out in August, and we're looking at that August 26th date, we're getting a new region added to the game, which is of course very exciting. That new region is Targon, and we're gonna go over what a couple of the champions and things are from Targon here in a minute. Um, but uh, with that is called, it's called Call of the Mountain is the name of the expansion. It's gonna have seven champions and 82 non-champions. Now, if you remember correctly, we had talked a little bit before um, about what the next expansions were gonna look like. And we pointed out that we were gonna have sort of these big expansions, that we're gonna have a new region with champs for that region, and then one champion for each previous region. So I just assumed that when we got this announcement, we were going to see Targon probably was the guess. That was the best bet. It was going to come with six champions, and then it was going to come with one champion for each existing region. There are six existing regions or seven existing regions. Is there seven existing regions? Anyway, I think there's seven existing regions, right? Um, and so there was going to be one champ for each of the existing regions and then six champs for Targon, which was going to make up, I think, what, seven or six or seven, re seven or eight regions, and then you are going to have uh, six champions in each. So obviously the math doesn't add up because we're only getting seven champions and 82 non-champions, which is going to be those minions or the followers, um, and then also spells included in that. Um, so I was a little bit disappointed when I first saw this. I thought we were going to get a lot more. As it stands right now, like me personally, I have enough champion wild cards to be able to craft every single champion on day one without having to use any of the dust. Um, so that's a little bit, uh, that's a little bit disheartening to be honest with you. Um, I was kind of hoping for a little bit more than that, but then we are getting two more expansions as well. So we're actually going to be getting a, a second expansion that's going to be coming out in October, the second part of Call of the Mountain, which is going to include three champions and 37 non-champions. Three champions 
and 37 non-champions. Um, and so, you know, what we what does that probably what that means is that we have because we have the six different regions um what that means is we're going to be getting three new champions we had at five regions and six regions we're going to get three new champions is there seven I, I keep getting confused we're going to get three champions um for three of the regions and so like you know probably we're going to get like the six uh the six targon champions um oh my gosh you know what guys i just i just have to count them let me let me let me just be honest with you we have the out of the the regions that we have are frail yord we have noxus we have ionia we have pnz um we have bilge water um oh no now we have shadow isles now i'm really struggling is it just six is it just is it just six is it just, oh and demacia so we have seven regions so it looks like when we get the first uh release in august we're probably going to get six champions for targon and then probably one champion that's tied in thematically with another region then we're going to get three more champions with 37 non-champions between spells and followers that's going to come out in october and then in december we're going to get the last three regions are going to get their additional champion so we are looking at the same number so every we're going to end up with um the eight regions uh with six champions per region but that's just going to be spread out over the course of august october in December, giving us smaller infusions of cards, which I'm sure is going to give them the opportunity between that and events um, to be able to tell a grander story about what's going on as each of these individual characters join our games, which uh, I'll be honest, like that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, I, I did like, I really did want to see sort of like all of it come out at once like i was hoping we were gonna get a lot more like that i don't know like maybe maybe that's silly but that's what i was hoping for i was hoping that we were going to see a lot more now what champions do you think we're going to see well there's really not that many champions that are listed under Targon according to league of legends main website if you go to league of legends main's website and you go and look throughout the universe you can look at the regions if you pull up Targon, there is leona leona is sort of like uh so i think that like the main point is there's like the sun side of things and then there's the moon side of things right or the stars in the moon and, and and sort of like they have different they're not really races they're kind of like races yeah they're like there's like an like a like a dark elf sort of a vibe to it and sort of like uh almost like i, I don't want to it's not roman um maybe like a bit of like a greek vibe to to some of the the stuff that they have out but we have leona which is sort of like a paladin type character now she has a stun she's a tank or a support um inside of league of legends so she'll be interesting we have diana um and these are definitely two champions that we're going to get because one of the videos that we got even today or the other day had had leona it was today leona and diana um were in it diana is sort of like a moon elf type of character she has a crescent shaped sword and she like throws out a lot of magic damage and sort of like jumps on people and so that's what she does in the game i'm curious to know what they're going to do with her in a card game soraka is the next champion and soraka is another support primarily just a healer um she's kind of a strange cross between like a, a 
elf and a unicorn. I'm not real sure what is going on with her. Then we have Pantheon, and Pantheon might be one of the coolest characters in the game. Pantheon's like this super cool soldier. He's got this like 300 style uh, helmet on. You know, he's like bare chested with the big cape. He looks like a character, you know, like straight out of that old movie 300. You get the shield and the spear, and and you know, he's like he's like straight from Leonidas's, uh, you know, most trusted soldiers um very very cool and typically i think either he's played a lot of different roles throughout league of legends but not a magicka or not a, a damaging a magic is straight from elder scrolls not uh sort of like a, an, an ability power damage dealer i think more of a physical damage dealer then we have zoe and i'll be honest with you i know absolutely nothing about zoe zoe comes after my time of playing any league of legends i don't know anything about her but she looks like a kid. We have Aurelian Soul. Aurelian Soul is a giant cosmic dragon, which could be a really cool card. And I would love to see some of the things that they could do with that. And then lastly, Tarek, um, which Tarek is sort of like a crystal knight. And so he's like a knight, but he like throws crystals around and does things with crystals and crystal stuff and crystals. And so you have those champions. So it looks, you know, we have five, we have seven champions in Targon. It looks like we're probably going to get six of those seven. Um, I have no real speculation about what we won't get other than a lot of people. The only one that I, the ones I haven't really heard talked about are Soraka and Tarek. I've heard Zoe talked about. I think that Pantheon's information was datamined. We saw Diana and Leona actually in the trailer for um, the, the stuff today when we saw some new cards. And then we have Irelian Soul, who's also been another card that's been talked about a decent amount as though it's definitely going to be in the game. So if I had to guess, we're going to get six of these, probably Leona, Diana, uh, Pantheon, Zoe, Irelian Soul, and then maybe either Soraka or Tarek. We will have to see. Now, that doesn't mean uh, that uh, League of Legends or Riot isn't capable of pulling characters. Uh, by the way, if you want to know more about the region, just go look at it. Like, it, There's some really cool artwork um, uh, all over the place, and, and just go check it out because there's a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff online that you can learn about the region before you actually get the access to the characters in the game. Um, Anyway, so I, I'm really excited for the, the stuff that's going to come out. They did make the trailer look really, really cool. And we already have gotten the announcement of a brand new keyword that's going to come out. So once again, one more time, Call of the Mountain comes out towards the end of August. Seven champions, thinking six will be from Targon. One will be from another region. 82 non-champions expansion. Two will come out in October with three more champions, likely none of them from Targon, but from existing regions with 37 uh, non-champions. And then once again in December, we're going to see three new champions with 37 non-champions. Those three new regions likely um, not coming from Targon, but some of the existing regions as well. In addition to that, they have said that in February, we are going to see a brand new region revealed with a brand new set of cards. So we'll see. I'm not sure how I feel yet about this sort of staggered release of Call of the Mountain over the course of like closer to six months. We'll kind of see how it plays out and see how I like it whenever, you know, it's done and I'll have to let you know. But we did get a couple of cards that I figured I would take a chance to talk about because probably next week, by the time that me and DBA get to sit down and record the next episode, there's going to be so many cards released that we're not going to get much of an opportunity to talk about this stuff. So I wanted 
to make sure that I covered it a little bit on this episode. And uh, that is that we're going to be getting a brand, we got a brand new keyword um, and then four cards that came out. We're going to cover the first card, which is a burst spell first. This is a three mana burst spell called Bastion um, that comes from Targon. And it is give an ally spell shield this round. Give an ally spell shield. What is spell shield, you ask? Well, that is the new keyword that's going to be coming out that is going to have its own icon. So that's really cool a brand new keyword and the keyword for spell shield is nullifies the next enemy spell or skill that would affect this unit nullifies the next enemy spell or skill that would affect this unit so it's a little bit like barrier but not identical to barrier so barrier stops damage so if you block with something and you throw a barrier on it it's not going to take the damage it's going to absorb all of the damage from your enemy's creature that you're blocking the bastion spell shield ability that will not do that so spell shield will not block combat damage now if someone was to throw let's say um an arcane shot or uh, let's say a get excited throws a get excited at your creature and you throw up a barrier on it it's going to block that three damage if you throw up a spell shield on it it's also going to block that three damage but let's say i have a bigger creature on the board let's say my sejuani is down and my opponent uses vengeance on it if he uses vengeance on it to straight up kill it and i throw barrier on it vengeance will do absolutely nothing or vengeance will do nothing. No, barrier will do absolutely nothing to vengeance. I want to make sure I said that right. You throw a barrier up it, your opponent starts with vengeance. Barrier is going to do nothing at all. Vengeance is just going to kill it. Whereas spell shield will actually be a three mana block to vengeance. So spell shield actually makes vengeance somehow a worse card so spell shield is more flexible in blocking from effects so uh let's just give another example um inside of deep right now there is the devourer of the depths i believe is the name of the card whenever you play it you can obliterate an enemy creature with less health than this creature so when you go deep it's a seven seven anything with less than seven health you'll get obliterated well whenever that trigger goes off because it's a spell you can actually spell shield the creature that it's targeting in the spell shield will absorb that obliterate um although a, a barrier would never do anything in that situation you could barrier it till you're blue in the face but obliterate is still going to destroy it because a barrier just blocks damage whereas spell shield is going to block the entire effect of the skill or the spell that's targeting your unit so that makes spell shield very 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 strong um and but very different from barrier as well and you're going to play them in sort of different situations it's a different type of defense i could definitely see a deck that wants to defend its fiora and so maybe like a demacia um deck uh combined now we could get spell shields in other factions or other regions i don't know but i could see sort of like fiora targets so like demacia target combo you're and you're going to run bastion in addition to some barriers um to defend your fiora to try to keep her alive because you know oh you know yeah i can i can block her from the damage that you want to deal with her but now i can also stop you from you know using your vengeance using your obliterate using any one of the, the number of skills or or spells that would just straight up get rid of her might you know change you know for goodness sakes even like what is it, like transmogify or whatever it's not called transmogify that was in in elder scrolls um but it's the one that does uh, you choose two followers and one becomes the other one like this will stop that from happening 
Um, so it is as long as that's not burst. I'm like 99% sure it's not. Um, so spell shield, it pretty cool ability. Bastion, obviously a burst spell, pretty cool as well. We got the next one, uh, TR, TR, the traveler. It's a two mana, two, two from Targon. It's an uncommon that reads support, grant my supported ally plus zero plus two. This is the first uh, card that's going to show you that Targon is going to feature several cards um, that are surrounding um, and, and based on the ability to support. Now, if you don't remember what support is, whenever you attack with a creature that has support, the creature to the right of it will get the support ability. So you attack with this. Um, let's say you throw your Omen Hawk on the right hand side of this guy and your Omen Hawk is a 1-3 now instead of a 1-1, one, one. Um, but the support ability does go away after um, the end of the round. The next one is Mountain Sojourners. This is a five-mana epic um, from uh, the new, from Targon, and I really like this card. The uh, artwork on it is super cool. She sort of has this, like, glowing, uh, this glowing axe to, like, the, like, an ice pick or ice axe or something to help her climb the side of the mountain. And so, like, I guess a lot around Targon is about mountain climbing and space travel. I'm, I'm not real sure. Uh, but uh, Mountain Sojourners is a five mana epic two five that reads support. Grant my supported ally plus two plus two. If that ally has support, also grant its supported ally plus two plus two. So you can see how this works, right? So you attack with Mountain Sojourners. It gives a plus two plus two to, to, to Tari the Traveler. So now he's a four four and Tari the Traveler transfers that plus two plus two plus a plus zero plus two onto the next creature creature which now gets a plus so your omen hawk now is a uh plus gets a plus two plus four um so it becomes a three five instead of a one one so you can see how that kind of works together i think that's really creative and fun um support has been sort of lackluster uh you know outside of like kato the arm in, in the more recent deck support hasn't been something that we've seen a lot of play it's sort of like a not so fantastic uh, keyword to have, um, but this is really cool. The last card is Arbiter of the Peak, Arbiter of the Peak. And this is kind of getting into um, what kind of like the golems were or the giant the giants were. I, I guess it's a golem, right? There's like a spark golem or something that, that gets cheaper for every spell that you cast throughout the game. Or the giants in Hearthstone that got cheaper for everything of a various type that you did. Um, this is kind of similar. Arbiter of the Peak is a 10 mana 6-6 six, six epic with Overwhelm. But reduce my cost by one for each time you've targeted or supported ally this game. So another card that's oriented around support. So you attack with Mountain Sojourners into this other card. Um, you're going to support into a support. You're going to drop this guy down to eight mana right off the bat. Um, and uh, Or, you know, you can target your own creatures. I could see this guy being played in maybe um, kind of like a Frailjord Targon deck or a Targon, even like Targon Demacia, um, where you're trying to, uh, you know, uh, buff up your creatures or do combat tricks, um, not on your opponent's creatures, but but you know improving your creatures giving your creatures barrier giving them the spell shield ability um and consistently decreasing the cost of this arbiter of the peak until you can drop a couple of you know like nearly free six mana six or you know nearly free six sixes with overwhelm you know if you have done that 10 times supported or targeted your creatures 10 times throughout the course of a game um if you've been really intentional and build around that you know it's not you might be able to throw you know two of these guys down for zero mana you know no mana 
two two six sixes um, with overwhelm. You know, your opponent thinks you've spent your hand. They're, you're getting ready to go into your attack phase. You could drop, you know, maybe you don't have any mana left. You could drop two zero mana six sixes with overwhelm and then open attack on the next round. Plus, the Arbiter of the Peak is super cool looking, super cool artwork. They've already done a really good job of drawing me in with this artwork. Really, really like it. Okay, guys, that's all of the cards that they actually revealed to us. We don't actually have anything else to talk about um, when it comes to, uh, you know, the cards that they've showed us. Um, but still, really, really excited for what's going to be coming out in this next expansion. I'm really excited. Next week, um, me and DBN will be together again, and I'm sure we'll be doing a lot of reviews on cards, probably each picking some of the ones that we're most excited about. In addition to that, we're going to do some more top five lists because that was something that people enjoyed. And so we have a couple of ideas for top five lists. So if you have ideas for top five lists, um, make sure that you post them um, in uh, in either the podcast Q&A or the podcast dis discussion channel. I also want to thank everybody for offering us some feedback. We really appreciate the feedback that you've given us about the Discord League. We are working. Uh, we're on round two of the Swiss, I think, of three rounds um, before we're going to go to the championship. Someone needs to beat me so that I don't have to interview myself, um, which I have no desire to do. Um, and so uh, we got We got to get someone to beat the socks off of me. Um, I I, uh, I got pulled in. I wasn't even supposed to be part of the league, but I got pulled in because we had a couple people drop out, and now uh, and now I'm, I've been doing been doing quite well in it. So we need someone to beat the socks off of me here. Um, coming towards the end of the league. So whoever's in the league still, you listen to the show, practice up so that you can beat me because I really need to be knocked down. It's really hard to give a hat to myself whenever I already have a, a hat, you know? Once again, guys, I want to say thank you to the Patreon supporters. If you can't support us financially, please don't feel guilty about that at all. Another way to really encourage us and keep us doing what we're doing is to go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. That helps people to find us. So go over to iTunes, leave that five-star rating and review uh, for the show. We would, of course, really, really appreciate that. Um, as well. Uh, that makes a huge difference. And it is once again, an enormous encouragement to us. I think that's everything for this week, guys. I would love to uh, be able to prolong it and keep it going longer. Um, you know what, though? I'm sure that I can come up with a couple moments here. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and have a closing thought. And I thought I was already perfect. <laughs> Okay, guys, my closing thought from this week actually comes from uh, some of the, I don't know if it's, you know, leadership or, um, you know, some of, the, some of the things that I've been reading and looking into. Um, I've, been, I've been researching sort of like digital outreach and how to build digital community and sort of what that looks like on a large scale and what that looks like um, to do like super intentionally. Um, and one of the things that I saw is that, you know, the internet is, doesn't cease. It, it doesn't stop. And uh, if you're listening to this episode sort of in the week or the weeks around when it's being posted, um, you'll know that this season has been a little bit relentless for people. Um, everybody globally, for the most part, has been impacted in some way or another by COVID-19. There's a lot of chaos. The country that I'm in is heading into an election here in the next couple of months. Um, and there's been 
a lot of struggles. Um, now, I have a lot of friends who are overseas in places like uh, Uganda and Cambodia and India, and their struggles are on an entirely different level than mine. My issues are truly first world problems, but that doesn't mean that they haven't been there. So this week, we're going away for just a couple of days. Um, and my closing thought is really that it's okay to take a break. For a lot of us, this season has been brought about with a lot of guilt. For me, it wasn't working quite as much as I typically would be working. I had more free time than ever before because we weren't going out and doing things, yet I was exhausted, and I couldn't really figure out what that was or why that was happening. And then I felt a lot of guilt over that. And I don't know if maybe you've been in a similar situation, but I found that I was really struggling mentally, emotionally, and mentally and emotional struggles always tend to impact you physically as well. So it was less likely to work out, less likely to eat healthy, less likely to go to bed early, less likely to wake up on time. All of those things led to a downward spiral. And I think many of us have been impacted in a similar way throughout the last five or six months. So my challenge and encouragement to you is it's okay to take a break. It's okay to catch a breather. It's okay to have a couple of moments off. It's okay to take a couple of days in your pursuit of growing, of working at your job, of taking care of your family, of all of the things that you're pursuing that you enjoy that might be fulfilling to you. It's okay to also take care of yourself. Now that can be taken the wrong way sometimes and people can be really selfish about it, but it's okay to take care of yourself. If you need to take some time and just get quiet to pray, to read, to meditate, to spend time with family or with friends that you haven't been able to see in a while, to take a break and make a phone call. And even in the middle of the day, to take 15 or 20 minutes to take a day off of work and play a video game that you enjoy that doesn't frustrate you. Whatever that is, find a way to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Life is done best with boundaries, and a life without boundaries is a prison. I'll expand on that on a later closing thought, but I want to leave you with that. Life inside of boundaries is freedom. Life without boundaries is a prison. Okay, guys, that's the closing thought for this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you stuck around through the whole closing thought and it was just a solo show of me rambling about who knows what, I don't even know what I said throughout this episode. I really appreciate it. So thank you for sticking around. As always, guys, if you're ever in need of something or help, you can always reach out to me. My heart has always been to bring light and hope to an otherwise dark section of our world. And we all know that the online world can get dark sometimes. So if you need someone to listen to you, if you just need to vent about something, or if you need someone to pray for you or support you, please reach out to me. And the best way to do that is over Discord. There's an invite link to the Discord in the show description. You can copy that link and join our Discord. We would love to have you come and be part of our thriving and ever-growing family over at the Legends Cast Discord. To be honest, I'm part of a lot of Discords, and this is really the only one that I check on. And I read almost everything that's posted. I'm on it every single day. I'm consistently around. So if you need to talk to somebody, please reach out. Do not, do not do life alone. Okay, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode of Legends Cast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Deeply appreciate you. Love you and for so very thankful for you. Um, thank you for listening and be sure to come back again next week. 
Thanks for listening to Legends Cast. This episode was made possible by listeners like you. If you want to become a supporter of the show, visit patreon.com slash legendscast or leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts.